While the nature versus nurture theory debate continues to wear scientists out, it is, however, undeniable that elements of nurture do influence our brain and how the brain performs its daily functions. The brain is not just influenced by nature, which points to genetics. Culture and upbringing do play a role, and since they do, training our brain to work better for us isn't a far-fetched idea. Why should the human brain be subjected to training? Because, on average, the brain is underutilized. Its full potentials are seldom ever actualized. That's if they've ever been actualized. Both sides of the brain are hardly used in a balanced way. One side of the brain usually uh, gets more activity than the other. For example, being right-handed dictates unconsciously that your right hand gets to do more. Welcome to episode 96 of the Teacher Rockstar Podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. I'm your host, Steve Hiles, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about brain training, improving your memory, part one. But before we continue, we have the following messages from our sponsor. Would you like to jumpstart your classroom management skills? Well, if you're fresh out of college, a first-year teacher, a student teacher, or maybe you're a teacher returning back into the classroom, the Teacher Rockstar Academy course is designed for you. Gain the confidence, the skills you'll need to crush it on day one and beyond. So invest in yourself and enroll now at tra.com teacherclassroomresources.com. That's tra.teacherclassroomresources.com. I promise you that this will be a transformational experience. Imagine having access to educational products, instructional videos, top-rated teacher podcasts, and articles worth over $1,000 for just pennies a day. Wouldn't that be awesome? And you know what the best part is? You get a free seven-day trial to go in, take a look around. So what do you have to lose? Check it out. Take a good look around. Go to membership.teacherclassroomresources.com. That's membership.teacherclassroomresources.com teacherclassroomresources.com. I will be adding more products every month, and I know you're going to love being part of this teacher membership community. Okay, let's uh, dive right in. As emotional beings, our emotions commonly influence our decisions, and our conscious brains do not receive enough stimulation or activity which results in higher brain power. Our brain can do so much more than it already does, but a little bit of training is needed to make that really happen and keep it young and healthy. Humans being habitual creatures reflects the notion that the brain forms habits as well. Well, most times these habits are formed unconsciously. Hence, brain training exercises aren't meant to be a one-time thing. It never works if your idea of brain training involves one good workout session once in a while. Instead, Brain training should be done on a regular basis to be effective. Okay, just like if you're bodybuilding. You can't just work out one time and and expect to gain great results. At any rate, many brain training exercises are available as games. And though many of these games aren't scientifically endorsed, end users do feel a heightened brain activity from employing these options. Brain training heightens our brain activity, and the more work we give our brain to handle the more brain power we develop. And that explains why people who live a sedentary lifestyle will most likely have lower brain activity than those who do not. A math teacher, for example, has higher brain activity than one who watches TV and sleeps all day long. 
Now, that's just kind of like really common sense, isn't it? The obvious benefits of brain training are why it comes as a form of therapy for those suffering from poor memory, learning disabilities, difficulty concentrating or attention deficit, traumatic brain injury, cognitive impairment, and even insomnia. But it doesn't end there. Neurological disorders do benefit from it as well. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about purpose of brain training. Our brains work 24-7. Many might wonder why additional training is needed. It's quite simple, though. The brain never actually stops working. This work is almost always passive. The brain is used to it already and needs active work. From that perspective, it does make sense to say that the only time your brain truly gets to work is when you need it to. Brain exercises come in different ways. You don't necessarily have to play a brain game for it to be classified as training. For example, take a math graduate who has a job where his math skills aren't put to use. This math graduate eventually has a child whom he has to help with math homework. At first, he'll find it difficult remembering his math, but the more he helps his child, the more he remembers his math. That's a form of training that has improved his memory while sharpening his brain power as well. The purpose of brain training is to keep the brain active, healthy, and young. This means higher brain power, cognitive abilities leading to better learning capability, and improved memory. Now, as we age, so does our body and its abilities. The brain isn't left out. Brain power gradually decreases, and this affects our memory bank and cognitive development. However, brain exercises help to slow down the aging process of the brain and keeps it fit. Sudoku, chess, scrabble, and puzzles like crosswords are excellent of brain exercises. They provide the brain with enough stimulation and new challenges each day to increase overall brain activity. Now, you may wonder why brain training is so important. Well, let's take a look at it. A runner sees the need for leg workouts, and so he does it. These exercises keep his legs in better shape, and also his running skill is significantly improved. Wouldn't you agree? Now, without the exercises, the runner will still be able to use his legs to walk, jog, and run, but he won't be a better athlete. The brain is exactly just like that. It can carry out its uh, basic functions without brain training, but if you want to set yourself apart from the crowd, then you need to make your brain training uh, work better for you. And that means brain training will become an essential part of your life. More than just giving directives to other parts of your body on what they should do, how they should, and when they should, the brain does other important tasks as well. It keeps us mentally healthy and alert. That's why brain training is especially important because they provide enough stimulating activities that makes our brain grow more alert and mentally fit. Now, these stimulations, right, help our memory as well. Uh, we can recall the past better than we ever did. We can remember what we've learned in a test. Uh, it becomes easier as well, and the brain cells may even regenerate. When the brain cells remain healthy and regenerate, our brain power increases. Okay? There are several training techniques available to pick from. Okay, now these could be solving mathematical problems, working on puzzles, solving riddles, card and board games, and even rubrics cube. Yes, the very same rubrics cube that shook the 80s. Now let's move on to the effectiveness of brain training. Now, brain training scientists and doctors often question the effectiveness of brain training exercises on the overall improvement of brain functions. 
The argument isn't about if brain training does have positive effect on the brain, but on how these effects could prove important in other aspects of your life. John is an avid Sudoku player, okay? No two levels are ever the same in Sudoku. The higher the level, the more difficult it is. However, in John's case, each new level becomes surprisingly easier to win. Now, what does this mean? Well, this suggests that John now has a heightened sense of mental activity. There is no argument that brain training has made John a sharper player. The argument is determining how much of this new brain power can be transferred to another area of John's life, such as recalling events or balancing a checkbook, for that matter. Until the question of if improvements brought about by brain training is equivalent to an overall improvement of brain activity and mental skills is answered, then brain training will remain significantly unproven, a theory and nothing else. As evident in many studies conducted so far, brain training exercises do not work in the same measure for everybody. There's no standard. In some studies, voluntary participants' results were grouped into two. One group confirmed that several areas of their lives had benefited from the exercises, while the other group felt that just one aspect of their life had benefited from the exercise. Scientists are trying to develop a brain training that works in varying scenarios, influences overall brain activity, and works for all age grades. Many are of the opinion that brain training is needed more by the elderly community. I hear this quite often, you know. And this is why the elderly community has been in the spotlight as regards to brain training. Now, the fact that it is easier to slow down the effect of aging on brain cells than reversing the effect of aging on brain cells reflects why it's important for younger individuals to engage in brain training. Now, I'd like to talk a little about factors influencing the benefits of brain training. To practice brain training, okay, one does not necessarily need to use brain training games, books, or the brain fitness software. The Brain Fitness software is one of the most famous training software available on the web. Another interesting way is using Brain Age, the Nintendo DS game. However, it's not all about these, okay? Brain training can be in the form of tasks you usually do not do. These tasks are simple tasks, but because your brain isn't used to them, they appear challenging, providing your brain with the much-needed stimulation for brain fitness. The very concept of brain fitness is paired with the topic of brain training. This concept covers the areas of enhanced or sharper memory, improved cognitive abilities, mental alertness, and includes brain power. All of these are things that brain training positively influences uh, the close association of brain fitness and training. Now, when it comes to sharper memory, my friend, uh, remember that young Individuals generally have better memory than older individuals, okay? But this isn't only because of the effect of aging. I want to be clear about that, okay? Another important factor to consider is brain relaxation. The brain of an elderly person is usually relaxed. That is, do not get the average stimulation needed to sharpen memory. Now, why is that? The majority are retired and live a sedentary lifestyle. The brain becomes relaxed when it doesn't receive regular stimulation coupled with training. Hence, our sense of mind and memory are dulled. And like the aged brain, the benefits of brain training on a relaxed brain are slow. Another important reason to incorporate brain training into one's life is that it decreases the risks of certain neurological disorders such as Alzheimer's disease and dementia. It serves as some sort of palliative to these elements. That is, it helps to improve 
the patient's condition and not to cure or prevent. For one suffering from the disease already, it helps to reduce memory loss that's usually associated with the disease. Patients receiving brain training are smarter, fast thinkers, and have sharper memory. The benefits of brain training are seen in the study of two toddlers. I want to I want to share this with you here. The first toddler's daily routine features playtime, rest, a balanced diet, and spare time that's almost always spent in the playpen. Once in a while, the parents of the first toddler try to teach their child new words via the use of flashcards. The daily routine of the second toddler, on the other hand, features uh, the same amount of playtime, rest, balanced diet, and spare time. The difference being. However, is that the spare time of the second toddler is spent being taught new words via flashcards by the parents. Now, eventually with time, the second toddler picks up on the new words while the first does not. By providing the second toddler with constant stimulation and training, his memory and cognitive skills sharpened, while that of the first was relaxed because stimulation and training wasn't constant. Next week, we will introduce part two of our brain training series. Well, my friend, this brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you found a golden nugget or two from the information presented. Please feel free to reach out should you have any questions or comments about the episode. I want to thank you for listening to the Teacher Rockstar podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. When you get a moment, visit my blog and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, best practices, and unadvertised free bonuses. Go to our new and improved blog. Simply go to blog.teacherclassroomresources.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, please feel free to share our podcast with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. We would certainly appreciate that. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, my friend, you got this.